about to go somewhere out now Time's to rise and elevation starts to drop down A little secret, don't kiss and tell, you're so bad I'll probably see you in hell Welcome to hell, baby This is Podcast Hell Alright It's time for another edition of Podcast Hell We are recording from back in... Uh, we're back in, uh, I gotta close the door. Sorry. Hang on. This, this is staying in the podcast though. Okay. Podcast hell. Second solo episode in a row, which could be a mistake. Is this all fucked up? Hang on. Should I have... Fix this before I started. Is this better? This is probably good. I don't know. How about I just do this? Why don't I just fuck that? All right, cool. Uh, you know when they do like sound check on professional podcast? Here, this all stays in, okay? I'm not editing this podcast. Anyway, uh, podcast hell is back. I uh, hope you guys are uh, are doing good. I just got back from the East Coast and uh, didn't have time to book someone on the podcast today. So I'm going solo, two episodes in a row, which uh, is why I'm not going to edit out the minute of me fucking around with the microphones because I need that minute. Last time I got to 53 minutes on the podcast and uh, whew, I felt every one of them. But I'm not. I'm no longer outside in my... In the heat of uh, Maryland, I'm, I'm now back in uh, in Los Angeles, feeling the heat from hell. Is that Gordon coming in? Gordon, you coming in, buddy? I think Gordon might be coming in. Uh, you might see the dog later. Uh, he's the guest on the podcast. Last time it was a wooden barn with an American flag on it, a little birdhouse. Now it's my dog again. Good to be back, man. Good to be back home. Uh, Spent 16 days hanging out with my family every single day, and uh, I love them. But uh, that's a lot of family. It's uh, emotionally, uh, emotionally I'm dead inside. So it's I'm gonna recharge, and then I'm gonna go back home in uh, in a couple months for some exciting stuff that I'm not gonna talk about on the podcast. But uh, that'll be cool. And um, uh, I'm so tired from traveling, man. I got on uh, the the plane ride that I took back here. Uh, I rode United, which was uh, fun. I got I got two good movies in. I'm happy about my movie choices. Um, we watched, uh, oh, fuck, well, now I'm forgetting what they were, but I remember liking them. Oh, Dungeons and Dragons. Chris Pine, man, good-looking guy, but he can still, you know, pull off a comedy. And then Talladega Nights. Come on, man. You, who, who's going to hate on the scene where they have to cut out the knife with another knife from Ricky Bobby's leg? That is, that, that's classic comedy there. But the flight was uh there was like a family from Buffalo surrounding me. Like I was on the I was on the aisle, but then there was like the mom and daughter were here and then like the fathers and sons were behind me and then there was like one on the other side of me. Like on the other side of the aisle. So I was just surrounded. 
And I had a, I, there was a moment where I was like, I thought, should I do the right thing here and offer to switch so that one more person can sit with the family? Like, you know, that would have been a nice thing to do. And I, uh, I said, fuck that. No, I'm not going to do that because I don't want to. Uh, what if they put me in a middle seat? I didn't know. Like, that's like a nice fantasy to have in your head about doing something nice on a plane for, you know what, let me let this couple, I want this couple to be together. I overheard them talking about how it's their honeymoon and it'd be the right thing to do to uh, let them. Although, here's the other thing. If a couple on their honeymoon is not sitting together on the plane, that's a poor couple. I mean, is that plane heading to Newark, New Jersey? What the fuck? How have you not thought through your honeymoon flight enough to make sure you have at least seats in coach that are next to each other? I mean, that's not acceptable. Any level of money, like that's just planning. That's just checking in online before the flight. That's uh, that's some poor horse shit right there. There's no excuse. I, I would not support a honeymooning couple in that regard because they I would need they need to learn a lesson and the lesson is you know you can be poor but stop acting poor that's unacceptable but I would the thing I do I do when I'm on planes I do think about how I would kill terrorists like if they were coming up the aisle like that would definitely because I would I, I I'm down to die in that fight and I was on a United flight. Have you guys watched the movie United? Oof. I watch it before I go to sleep uh, about once a week just to uh, liven up the dreams. That's a tough one to watch. Uh, there's no, like, there's no Hollywood ending, you know? Like, they don't Hollywood it up, and then the, uh, the uh, you know, the plane lands. <laughs> Nah, they all die. You just watch them die. It's pretty fucking cool. I can't, uh, speaking of planes um, and insane circumstances, I rewatched Sully with my, uh, when I was back home with my siblings because my sister hadn't seen Sully. And she was like, we were like, I was with both my sisters and we were like, let's watch a movie. And Sully came up. I was like, oh, I love that movie. They're like, that's Sully? You like Sully? You like Sully? That's like that's a shitty impression of my sisters. Uh, I'm like, yeah, put it on, and we put it on, and yes, guess what? Fucking captivating, big surprise. That movie fucking ruled. It was so good, and you're just like, you know, you, I just like want to see the plane hit it. I want to, you know what I mean? Like you want to see the plane touch it, and everybody doesn't die right away, and they just do it. They don't te- they tease it out. They don't let you see that till the very end, but it's so, it's so good. Clint Eastwood nailed that shit. And then he made that other one that's like 310 to Yuma, which is like the guys on the train, and he used like the real dudes that stopped a terrorist attack on the train, and uh, that one's dog shit because they can't fucking act, uh, as you would expect. So it's like, uh, you know, they can't all be home runs, but... Whatever, Clint, if you're out there, which uh, you are, Clint writes into the show once a week, but Clint, uh, great work on Sully, more like that, uh, less less stunt casting of actual like military heroes, uh, just get fucking Tom Hanks to do it, all right? Give me a Tom Hanks, 
Give me a Laura Linney, and I'm good for the night. Laura Linney, huh? Isn't she? Uh, isn't she an actress? She. I don't. There's a scene Laura Linney's in in uh, you know bad. We're bad. We're breaking bad, but it's not in that one. What's that one called? Ozark, uh, where she has to like play herself when she's young. And she's an Obama intern. And instead of just casting someone like 20 years ago to or 15 years ago to be an Obama intern, they have Laura Linney pretend to be like she's 20. And uh, they just airbrush her into oblivion. And it's like, just fucking hire a young Laura Linney. Like, what's the point of that? Why, Why would you do that? I don't like... Just give another actor, let the other actor do it for five seconds. Laura Linney's not pulling off 20. Sorry, Ozark. Now, maybe if they AI her face, which, you know, I'm for, who's not on the side of the the big companies out here in Hollywood using AI to ruin everything? I mean, you can make Laura Linney say whatever you want. You can make Laura Linney do a blackface scene if you really wanted to with AI. That would be, <laughs> AI is, it's fucking insane what they're trying to do, not just with like writers and actors and shit, but like with everything. So my my buddy just sent me a thing. It's a new company that does AI sales where f- for up to 30 minutes, AI will call people and try to sell them a product. And it, of course it works 24 seven because AI doesn't, have a fucking life. I mean, AI is not trying to get its dick sucked or go to sleep or go to Six Flags or, you know, get drunk and watch a football game and then talk some shit to a buddy and, you know, get punched in the face. It's not doing anything fun. It's just it's just there to make us look like assholes. That's all. AI is like the nerdy kid in the fucking front of class. Like, can I, you know, you didn't ask us to check our homework yet. Were you going to do that before the bell rings? It's that asshole times a million. And it's, and it, it has no shame because we haven't built in its shame yet. So it just, it's there to fucking ruin everything. Forget the fact that it's going to terminate us. It's going to be insufferable. Like if you got to work next to an AI robot at your job, you're going to fucking lose, man. There's no beating... There's no beating it. So why are we making it? It's like rich people are making it for other rich people to further fuck poor people. I mean, I don't know, man. I don't, there's no calls for violence on this show. But uh, let's just say if the guy inventing AI sprains his ankle on the way to work. I'm just kidding. Don't hurt the AI guy. But can he fucking stop? Maybe it's a lady. Is it a lady making AI? It could be either. Who am I to judge? It could be anybody. It could be a non-bine. Maybe a non-bine is making AI. Whoever the fuck you are, stop it. It's not, nobody wants it. Only rich pieces of shit want it. Right? Is there, is, was anybody clamoring to be replaced by a robot? It just stop, dude. I mean, it's fucking depressing as shit. To, to be in the beginning of a sci-fi movie 
where you're like, well, this is the thing that we have to do because it exists now. It's like, I don't know, man. I feel like we could just stop. I mean, are they going to AI? Is there, is, is AI going to be able to do this podcast? I don't think they could. I mean, this actually, that's not true. This would be the first thing that AI is capable of doing is doing a solo episode of Podcast Hell. I could be replaced right now by chat GPT and there would be greater consistency with the things I talk about. That's something I notice when I try to fucking, I don't edit the podcast anymore, but I'll do on YouTube like the little chapters where you're like, oh, in this minute he talks about this and then in this minute I cover this topic. And usually when I watch my favorite you podcast on YouTube and they have YouTube chapters, everybody gives, you know, there's like a five-minute chunk on this and then a three-minute chunk on that. Okay, when I do mine, every 10 seconds I'm on a new topic. Uh, that's that's annoying. It's annoying for me to try to YouTube chapter it. I can't imagine as the, the hundreds of thousands of listeners that are watching this right now or listening to it on Apple or Spotify that's got to be annoying where you're like, just stay on one topic. Talk about the AI for five minutes. Just come up with one funny bit and then punch out. But I'm just like fucking ADHD brain over here. Speaking of uh, where you're listening to the podcast, if you could, if you're on YouTube right now, throw a comment down there. Check, get in the comments. If you're on Apple, maybe leave me a five-star review. That's very helpful. Subscribe to the podcast. On whatever platform you're on. I heard that Stitcher's going away. Um, so if you're on Stitcher, stop. Stop it. Go somewhere else and grab the pod. Um, yeah, follow it on Spotify, I guess. Well, I don't care. You get it. Wherever the fuck you are, do something so that I know that you exist. Stop watching it and enjoying it and being like, well, into oblivion he goes. Like, don't, don't do that. You know, really hang out. Go on my Instagram, at Eric Helwig on Instagram. You'll see some great comedy. You'll see some uh, top-of-the-line top comedy. You'll love it. I didn't go to work today because uh, I, I got back late last night. My flight was delayed. So I didn't get into, like, the, the wee hours of the morning here back in L.A. from the East Coast. And uh, I took the day off of work. I was like, you know, I'm not waking up at 6.30 to call general contractors in fucking Wisconsin to convince them that a website would be important for their business. I just can't do it. I got to rest. I got to rest up. So I did that. I rested. I took my dog for a walk. Uh, Gordon, he, he's got a little limp right now, which I don't want to talk about because if, he, if he's fucking sick in any way, I'm going to be just depressed beyond I will this podcast will go away if the dog has any type of ailment when the dog dies I'll never see you again so the idea that he, when he's limping or like oh god he's nine no it's very upsetting but hopefully he's fine um <clears throat> but I was walking him today and we got to be careful walking him because there's a bunch of fucking Russians in our neighborhood. Sorry, I shouldn't say fucking anything. You should never say fucking and then a group of people because now it's you can't do that. So there's a there's a bunch of lovely fucking Russian people in my neighborhood 
that walk around with holding their arms behind their back. Just, just looking for shit to complain about. And they've picked my dog because, I don't know, maybe in Russia people are fed to pit bulls. I don't know. But a lot of them, a lot of these old Russian ladies, I, I had to really hold back to say ladies there. They, they're blaming my dog because everybody's, like, letting their dog shit in the neighborhood and not cleaning it up. And our dog's getting blamed. And it's not really uh, the dog getting blamed, but we're getting blamed. They're saying we're not cleaning up after our dog. So we're now video recording our dog taking his dumps, which is weird. It's just weird to do that, to record the poop coming out and then my hand with a bag grabbing the poop and then like showing it like today at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, Gordon took a shit. I put the phone in front of Gordon. He, he like barks a a rough of approval so people know he's not a hologram or something. And then so that this is our this is our life now. We're documenting our dog's poop. There's actually we found out that there's a uh, there's a company you can hire like if you're an HOA where they DNA they take DNA swipes from all the dogs in the neighborhood and then they'll check the poop and they'll be like that's your dog's poop with like a very high I mean it's pretty that's like that's science that we can develop further as far as I'm concerned like we don't the AI shit can stop but finding out the who's pooping and whose dogs are pooping and leaving it out in the neighborhood yeah let's get those guys let's fire them up HOA I mean what's it's crazy it's either that or people just like watch everybody's dogs poop and just go, all right, does he have a bag? Is he faking it or is it a real bag? It, it, it's it's annoying. We're trying to train Gordon to pick up his own poop, but uh, he just keeps eating it. So that's not working. That's uh, that's an inside joke for, you know, if you know our my dog loves to eat poop. He can't stop it. Do your dogs eat poop? Get down in the comments. <laughs> um... It's the it's the grossest thing. It's the grossest thing, and he's so happy when he's doing it. And now, because nobody's cleaning up their their dog poop in the neighborhood, he, he it's just a it's like the fucking like old uh, what's the buffet Golden Corral. He, he's just he has like everything his heart content to his heart's content. He can just eat out. Whatever poop he wants from neighborhood dogs, it's it's terrifying. It's and walking him at night, I mean, you can't even. You just hear the chomping, and you're like, oh, he got another one. I mean, it's gross. It has to stop. I want to hire this. I want to hire this this poop company. I can't hire him. I'm not the guy. I'm not the HOA guy. I, I, they keep wanting us to get involved in the HOA, and it's like that. that that's for losers. Losers care. But now, if they're like, okay, they're going to try to, like, get us to get rid of our dog or something for under false pretenses, you know, now I'm going to have to become the president of the HOA. I'm going to have to run for president on a campaign of DNA dog poop testing. I do think, I do think it's, a, it's a no-brainer. I mean, we have to spend money for it. But uh, I, I want to clean up the streets quite literally. 
I want to clean them up. Uh, they're trying to make us care about who's running for president right now, and I just, I just can't care. It's sometimes it's fun to like check in to be like, Chris Christie's still alive, but other than that, like you're just like, I don't care. I don't, I don't care. We already know who it's going to be. It's going to be uh, a corpse versus orange Godzilla. That's that's the choice, and maybe there'll be a third person where you can. Just say, I hate the corpse and I hate Orange Godzilla, so I'm going to vote for the lady who thinks we should do yoga with uh, North Korean uh, dictators or whatever. Like, maybe I'll just do, like, a protest vote. And I have done protest votes before, so maybe that one's in me right now. I don't know. But it'll, it'll just depend on, like, it, it'll just, it just, uh, I don't care. I can't. Care. I talked about this on the last podcast. I can't. I gotta stop caring. I gotta. I gotta focus on myself. I gotta meditate. Every time I spend an hour watching a YouTube video of somebody that's running for president that's polling with half of one percent in Iowa right now, I could be sitting out on my balcony with my hands like the Buddha, just bringing in. You know, just breathing in and breathing out and being aware of my breath. Even even when you talk about yoga, you have to start talking a little. You can't be like, I'm aware of my breath. Like, you, you have to become aware of your breath. It's very, it's very, it's very nice. The only times I ever meditate are when I've upset my wife to the point where I think she's going to leave me. I'm like, I'm going upstairs to meditate. I go upstairs and I meditate and I cry and I'm like, I have to fix myself. And like I'll meditate for three days and she'll notice a difference and I'm like, hey, I'm going to stop now. I can't do it anymore. It's so hard. It's it's the hardest thing to do that 100% of the time works. It It 100% of the time works. Even if you're bad at meditating, it's very, very, I can feel how good it is to do it but you're still you have to break through that little moment of being with yourself in your own thoughts and I just I just don't think my mind is designed for me to be in there I think it's supposed to just fire things off at me and I'm supposed to go yeah yeah but to like truly recede back into the mind it's terrible it's a terrible place to be I, I don't I don't even like getting high I don't even like like smoking weed. I just start to get these like these thoughts where I'm like, I feel like I'm judging the people next to me. I'm like, I, I just get scared. I get very frightened, and I, uh, I I I just hate it. I like to get drunk. I like getting fucking drunk. Is awesome, but. It, you know, even that now, like I got a couple drinks with uh, with my friends, Nick and Ross. If you're checking out the pod, yo, if Nick and Ross are checking out this pod, throw throw a comment in YouTube saying uh, this is Nick or this is Ross. Um, right now, actually, do it, you fucks. No, but I got I got drinks with them. I had like three drinks, and the next morning I was like, oh god, like it was. Like an old bender in college where I would 
do keg stands and jello shots and fucking fall out of a second story building and then the next morning be like at Waffle House at eight o'clock being like, and now three drinks. I'm just like, dude, I'm three sheets to the fucking wind. I can't can't drink anymore with any type of real real regularity or uh absence of pain. I don't know. This is uh as you know as, as depressing as this podcast seems like it's been. Uh, I feel like it's better than the last one. Cuz the last one I was getting hit I was getting stung by uh mosquitoes. Do mosquitoes sting? What do they do? They they suck. They're sucking. They're sucking on you a little bit. It seems like it should be more fun than it is, but it's not. Um, but the mosquitoes are just fucking killing me. I got sweet blood. They used to call me sweet blood back in high school. That was like my old nickname. Anytime I would bleed, they'd be like, here comes, here comes SB. I did have, I do, like, they love me. They're, uh, they're trying to get in on it. Is there a thing, uh, there must be a thing with, like, your blood type that makes certain, you know, insects or whatever, like, want to get it on with your blood. But whatever that is, I definitely got it. Because I know people who are, like, not, they don't seem, if you're like, oh, there's a bunch of mosquitoes out there, like, and? I'm like, that's because you got fucking disgusting blood. Your blood sucks. My blood, my blood's good. I think my blood might be good because I was in Europe during Chernobyl. And I found that out. <laughs> I found that out that, like, if you were born in Europe in, in a certain period of which I was born, that, like, you're not supposed to donate blood. Uh, I found that out after I've donated blood, like, a dozen times. Like, oops. So I've been just giving people, I don't know, like, mad cow disease or whatever you whatever you get from being a baby during Chernobyl. I don't think I was that close to Chernobyl. Chernobyl was like in Russia, right? I think. I was in Germany, so I was far away, but uh, I don't know. Apparently, I'm not supposed to. All this, I'm supposed to keep this SB to myself. So if, if, if I, I don't know what that would mean. Like, I wonder if a vampire, if that was like real, there was like the whole vampire craze back in the day like i would have been i would be getting sucked off by v's all the time just based on how mosquitoes treat me anyway the point of this was to say that i as much as this feels like i'm bombing on my own podcast now uh it's way better than last week way better than the the humidity you don't get you you forget you know because like it's so easy to just hate on la being out here but man the dry heat, no humidity. You go back east, you're like, what are these fucking animals living in? I mean, it's a swamp. It's the whole east coast. It's just you're just swamp thing. That's who you are. And out here, we're woke, dry people, and it's fucking awesome. The weather here. I mean, I I, uh, I, I like so much more of the west coast since I spent two and a half weeks back in Maryland. It's just, I just realized like today being back like this afternoon, like, oh, it's like, just cause I'm, just cause I'm back where my family is doesn't mean I need to see my family every single day. You can have the best family in the world. If you see them every single day for two and a half weeks, 
you're going to kill a motherfucker. That's just what's going to happen. By the end, I was getting in fights with my siblings. I was like, what am I doing? I'm not even, I haven't. I'm not even home often enough to be fighting like this. But it's because every night I have all, I have different siblings. I got my mom, I got my dad. They're divorced. Two Christmases, but a lot of trauma. So I have to like go to everybody separately. And if you do that for two weeks, mix in a trip up to that wedding in Long Island we did, you're like, by the time you get back, I'm like, God damn it, I just want to sleep. And not be around people for a little bit. I want to like get back into my own, you know, my own zone. So yeah. Anyway, this is all to say that uh, this might be the this might this might be the happiest like just like arriving in L.A. where I was like, oh my god, it's, it feels like it felt nice to come back to L.A., which I normally don't feel. Usually, I leave the East Coast being like, I wish I'd spent more time with my family. This time, I was like. I spent enough time. I need to uh, spend some time with my own thoughts in my office, doing a podcast, talking about how I should meditate, but kind of getting a little scared of it because it is it is a little bit scary. Look at this. I'm looking at my clock right now. I've, we've been going for 29 minutes. Can you believe that? Time flies when you are... Uh, doing a podcast by yourself. What else is what else is happening in the world? Should I I know I, I have a computer right here so I could look and see let's let's see what the first YouTube video is that pops up. So if you guys if I was just by myself right now and you guys weren't here, I'd probably be on this computer just looking at YouTube. So the first thing I it says Saudis drained Arizona water as politicians did nothing. Mike Pence is a traitor to America. A Conan video. An inter- inter- a video of a dude interviewing liberals on the street, making fun of them. Roseanne Barr fighting with someone. Matt Reif, the comic. Anything? Anything here? Peaking your guys' interest? Throw it out in the YouTube comments. <laughs> Say, next time, talk about this. <coughs> oh, here's my own podcast. Last uh, Two podcasts ago, 40 views. That's not too, that's not too bad. That's, that's, eh, I'm doing all right. I think the first one I released with Rob did better, but that's probably because I hadn't done it for a while. So you guys were like excited I was back. You were like, let's check out this first episode. With Rob Stern and see if bringing the backups got better. And you're like, why the fuck is it called Podcast Hell? And it's the exact same show. Uh, Mission Impossible, a scene from the final fight. You guys excited about the Mission Impossible? I think, I thought it looks good. I I don't know. As long as the stunts look good, that's kind of all that matters, right? Like, I think. I don't know, I've rewatched clips of Mission Impossible 3 with Philip Seymour Hoffman as the villain. He was pretty good. That's one where it's like, I don't know if there's any like great stunts in that movie, but there's actually like some good acting, it feels like. And uh, fuck that, man. I don't care about the acting. You can have the crappiest villain. Just fight on a train. Fight on a train. 
moving fast and you're like ties in the way, you got to get rid of your tie. That's fun. Okay, here's a video of Kane's shocking reveal as the Undertaker's brother. I like that uh, it seems like later in life I'm finding out that more and more people were as obsessed with wrestling as I was when I was 15 years old. But I was like, that, that WWE Attitude Era where it was, you know, Kane buries Lita alive, Matt Hardy cuts Kane's dick off. Like, those storylines, like those wild, inappropriate storylines were all just the greatest. It was the greatest entertainment ever. Like, like I really think back and I'm like, man, what is the thing that I watch now with the enjoyment of how I would watch wrestling when I was a kid. And I'm like, it's not football because half the time my team loses. So it's not sports. It doesn't capture the same thing. And uh, like, I think of like favorite TV shows, like I've got comfort shows that I watch, but for wrestling, I used to like, there's no show that makes me stand up and go, walk around the house pretending to be the wrestler anymore. I mean, I don't think there's anything in my life that was more moving than wrestling. I mean, it was, and not like I'm like an idiot. Like, I think it's real. You know, it's fake. That's not the point. It's fun. Like when Triple H comes out and drinks water, if people don't know what I'm talking about, they're like, I'm not describing something exciting there. You know this guy drinking water? No, when Triple H comes out and does the the spit with the water and comes back and he goes, ah, and does like a little plume of water smoke. Dude, it was the best. I can't, uh, I can't get over how much fun it is to like, like when you watch old clips now, of these guys going through tables and falling like two stories through an announce, like the announcer's board or mankind almost dying during hell of a cell versus the undertaker. You're like, dude, it's, it really, I, I do think it'll be hard to ever top that. Like I'll try new wrestling. Sometimes I'll just be like, it sucks. It's like, it's on like NBC now. It's too popular. It's, it, it got too popular and now it's, I even think I'm sure Vince McMahon is gone. I thought he I thought he did. I don't think he's dead, but he's gone now. He must be. He has to be gone. He did this I watched a tape of him one time in an interview with a reporter and he basically like threatens to kick the shit out of a reporter for Dateline. It's one of the funniest things I've ever seen where he's like the guy, the guy, it was after, uh, it was after Chris Benoit murdered his family. I shouldn't say that with like a smile, but, uh, do you guys remember when Chris Benoit murdered his family and they were all like, they didn't know that he murdered them first. They were just all dead. And so they had like a whole episode, like the next epi- episode of rock, but he's like talking all this like nice memories of Chris Benoit. And then an hour later, they're like, he did it in gruesome, horrifying fashion. And then they came back on whatever it was, SmackDown or Raw, and they go, we will never mention Chris Benoit again. And then it was just, he was he's removed, his history scrubbed from the WWE fully. Like, he's just like, he wasn't even there. But I remember it was like, after that happened, they had a guy 
come talk to Vince McMahon about steroid abuse in uh, the WWE. And which is funny because Vince McMahon looks like he injects steroids into his fucking eyes. Have you seen him? He's like an 80 year old man who looks like fucking Schwarzenegger. It's like you're gonna you think he's controlling steroid abuse? He he's fucking eating them. So they're the reporter's like asking him a tough question and he's holding his notes. The reporter's got his notes like this, and Vince McMahon goes Oh, are you worried about wrestlers dying? Oh, and he fucking grabs the notes out of the dude's hand and like makes like a, I'm going to beat the shit out of you move. And it's like, dude, his, it's his cameras are right there. You're going to beat, you got to know your place. Like if it's an alley after the interview, then that's when you put a little fear into him. You don't do it. It's, it's his cameras are running. You're on his turf. But it's 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 the steroid rage, man. Like it does something, it does something crazy to you. It's like it's like we watched the gladiators thing. I watched a lot of TV. Um, I'm like everything I'm doing relates back to a show I watched while I was with my family. Uh, trying to not get involved in drama, I would just be like, "We're watching the gladiators, doc," and just watch four hours of it straight through. But the gladiators talk about the American gladiators how they were using the roids and would just get in these like insane fights because the roid rage is apparently a very real thing. And uh, yeah, obviously it messes with people, but like, I don't know. The the whole point of this was like, I'd be very surprised if Vince Mann hasn't beaten people within an inch of their life for like not putting a file, <laughs> like a file cabinet setting the way it should be or stapling a paper on the wrong side. Like he's, they're juicing. It's a, it must've been a wild place to work. Uh, 38 minutes. Look at that. Only 22 minutes left until, oh, look at that. They want me to, they want me to do a thing on my work computer. Do it now. Yeah. Update the device now. Oh, this worked out great. Man, this is going to be a good podcast. I've been getting these updates on my work computer for like a week. Like you have to update, you have to update, and you never want to do it. But now I'm not working. Oh, fuck. They need a password. Fuck you. What's the... Oh, shit. Hang on. This is uh, not good. If I have any hopes of eventually having a Patreon for this podcast, I just destroyed it by... (laughs) By getting some work done. What the fuck? I'm literally like doing work tasks during the podcast. Obviously, I should cut this out. But you know what? None of it's getting cut out, you fucks. All right? None of it. It all stays in. This is real. This is real life right here. Okay? You see what I got under this notebook? These are bills. What's this one for? You're gay. Oh, that's a that's a note to myself to come out later this month. What is this? This is a specialty license plate. This is not a bill. I'll throw that away over there. What is this? Department of Motor Vehicles. Oh, I gotta. I actually gotta do that uh, once the podcast gets over. What do we got here? New Balance. New Balance. Oh, I bought new shoes. Yeah, they're over there. They're actually pretty... Hang on. 
this is good use of the podcast. You guys wait right there. Give me 10 seconds. All right, these are New Balance shoes. You see these? I needed a black and whites. I thought this was a nice. These are the New Balance 990s. I do get them extra wide because I got a wide set foot. These are good for uh, plantar fasciitis. I think pretty fashionable. Now I recently bought some black jeans, so these are gonna look. These are gonna go great with black jeans, right? This is gonna go with everything. I'm matching up the sneakers. These were expensive. I spent more money on this than I, I really have. What did I spend? It doesn't say on here. Oh, 199. Holy fuck. Uh my my wife's not gonna watch this far into the podcast. Yeah, I spent two hundred dollars on sneakers. They're supposed to be comfortable and I need them. All right. I needed them. I'm not gonna apologize. I'm gonna hope that she doesn't watch. L.A. Department of Water and Power. I, I got that automated all set there. What is this? Uh, oh, this is a payment from a comedy club I did. That's fun. That's nice. Mic drop in San Diego, by the way. If you guys, if I got any listeners here in San Diego, <laughs> it's so fun knowing every single person listening to this podcast is fucking related to me, but being like, for all my San Diego fans out there, make sure to check out Mic Drop Comedy. Uh, no, it actually is a great venue, um, and they were very cool to all the comics. This is not a bill. This is a thing I have to do for work where I have to thank people for hopping on a demo with me. I have to do it. Thank them. You'll have questions. I'll have questions. Typically, one of two things will happen when we get to the end of the demo. These are just sales things. I did, uh, I did do the um, uh, DC Improv on last Sunday with uh, Danny Jollis. He's very funny, uh, very cool guy, has a great fan base. They're all very nice. They're all very nice. And he was even telling us before the show, like, hey, you know, be nice to my audience. You know, there's no reason to do, like, negative crowd work. And in my head, I was like, that's like my whole fucking act is just screaming at people who've done nothing wrong. So I had to adjust and then be positive, but I actually found that like it breathes some new life into old bits that I normally do to try to find a positive way to do it. So it was an, it was it was interesting. I kind of um, I enjoyed the challenge of it, and it was fun. Like I said, it's uh, it's one of the best venues in the country, DC Improv. So I, anytime I get to do that, I was that was a lot of that was a really cool time. And then I should mention that I'm doing the Hollywood Improv on the 26th uh, for the other show. I don't know what day of the week that is. I think it's like a Wednesday at 8 o'clock. But if you just go to erichelwig.com um, and click on my tour dates, uh, come out if you're in L.A. to come check out Hollywood Improv. That'll be cool. Uh, I'm going to be headlining Cellar Door back in Frederick on December 17th. That's, uh, that's going to be fun. I don't get to do 50 minutes that often. So if you are back east, um, you know, mark down the 17th, Sunday night, Cellar Door, Frederick, Maryland. Come on out. Uh, it's probably about a 100-seater. 
So get tickets. It did sell out the last two times I've done that. So come, uh, come hang. And then, uh, is that all? That's probably all the show things. Oh, I'm doing the, um, I'm doing a comedy festival at a flappers comedy club in August. So anyway, all those tour dates are, you know where they are. They're on my, they're on my website. EricHelwig.com. 44 minutes down. 16 to go. Can I make it an hour? I don't know. You guys like my shirt? It's a Mustang Ford shirt. I don't really know anything about cars, but if I see a cool shirt, I will buy it. And if that offends people, uh, I do care. I was going to say I don't care, but I do. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. And if you tell me that I look like a poser wearing a car shirt when I don't know anything about cars, if enough of you say that, I won't wear the shirt anymore. I'll give it to my wife. I'll say, you wear the shirt. And my wife wouldn't care. She would just wear it. She's she's stronger. She's stronger than me in some ways. Um, I, I know I talk a big game on this podcast, but the truth is, is if three of you hop in the YouTube comments and say this show sucks, one, two, three, boom, 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 uh, it's over. I will. I will retire. I will. I will move back home. I'll probably become a librarian, or uh, maybe I'll. I always thought it'd be fun to like, uh, like build, like build things from wood. You know, like a, like a carpenter. Or a, a woodworker. I would call myself a woodworker before I'd call myself a carpenter. Carpenter just kind of has the religious thing with Jesus. I feel like once whatever Jesus was, he's got he's he's got a claim to that. Too many people into that guy. He he took the carpenter lane, but I can take woodworker. You know, I've been working my own wood for years. <laughs> dumb dumb stuff. Uh. I also edited the 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 front YouTube thing on uh, that plays for this podcast. I put subscribe for Popo in there because I've been calling myself Popo. I think it's funny. I think it's a funny name. It's interesting that like like my family since my uh, my sister had a kid, um, like my mom. And my stepdad, they came up with like new names for themselves, not grandma and grandpa. But you know, like people come out with their they're like, this is Mimu and Opa and and Gleep Glorp or whatever. Like, you know how like grandparents they just make up their own name? I was like, why do I gotta wait till I'm a grandparent or even a parent to make up my own name? I just make up my own name now. And I did. It's Papo. I'm gonna be Papo. I don't know. I, I I've already decided to do it. So if you guys keep watching, you're just going to be subjected to it. But I'm going to just call myself Papa once in a while, and that's that. You're going to fucking like it. There's no, there's no kids involved. It's not because it's easy for kids to say Papa, although it probably is. Uh, I'm going to try to get my nieces and nephews in on it first. Try to get them to start letting Papa ring. <laughs> Shout out from the rooftops. Uncle Eric is now Papo. And just see how it goes, you know? Fuck it. 37, I don't have any kids. I want a nickname. Definitely don't have any grandkids on the way. I'm going to have to do this myself. So, anyway, when it says subscribe for Papa, <laughs> that means subscribe for me. 
Oh my god! I also spent like eight hours rebranding the fucking podcast again, but I think this one's gonna stick for good. Uh, I used Anton <laughs> font for podcast hell with Eric Helwig. Use a picture of me screaming. It's black and orange, which are good on the color spectrum because they're opposites. So I think that works. You know, again, if three of you hop in the YouTube comments and say. What is this fucking Halloween show? I'll rebrand the show again, so please don't do that. Uh, your opinion matters too much to me. But, uh, yeah, I'm definitely... Let me put those let me put those bad boys down. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I'm going with a new nickname. Rebranded the podcast. I'm trying to think what else. Like, I'm feeling good. This week should be a good week. Um, I'm so glad I didn't go to work today. You know, if uh, all of the, all of you guys out there who don't have jobs right now with the economy dwindling, you know, you got a good thing going there with the whole not having to go to work. Just find yourself a nice liberal state where there's a, a decent unemployment check where you're incentivized not to go back to work and just fucking ride that wave, man. I always had an issue with it. My dad, like, told us from a very young age um, not to... Uh, enjoy giving your money to the government. I remember my this my brother was uh, on the episode with Christian Helwig. This is episode 54 of Podcast Hell. Scroll back if you want to find it. It's in the YouTube chapters. Lemonade stand. My dad would like tax my younger siblings' lemonade stands. He would just take 30% and be like, that's like the government taking it. And I told that to my wife, and she was like, oh, so then would he, like, then show them how the money gets reinvested in other things, like the lawn where the lemonade stand was made, or maybe, like, how it paid for the table that they were putting their their stuff on, or the signage. And my brother was like, no, he just took 30% and said that's what the government does. Like, he didn't walk them through any of the benefits of having a system of taxation. He just wanted to really hammer home the fact that Taxes suck. <laughs> it's so funny. My dad listened to the podcast, too. He listened to the episode with me and my brother. He doesn't like listening to my stuff, which uh, people think that's sad until I'm like, no, 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 it'll, it'll make you miserable. Like, don't listen, Dad. If you're listening right now, Dad, turn it off. But he goes, it was like a weird moment. Cause I don't like, I used to fight with my dad a lot. Um... I, just, I think I just suck doing virtual. It. Oh, there's there's really no point, you know. He's in his sixties now. He's retired. It's like I'm not trying to change him. You, you just get to a point of maturity where you're like, I've already spent so much of my life defining myself, not being the opposite of whatever you are. It's like you realize that's childish at a certain point. It's like you just accept people for who they are and blah blah blah. So I don't. The point is, I don't fight with my dad. But my dad made a uh, comment about the podcast where he goes like, you know, you're making it, you're making it seem like our family is weird or something. And I, I just looked at him and I, for the first time in probably 10 years, raised my voice and just went, we are weird. <laughs> I did it in a restaurant. I just yelled that at him. Like it was so insulting to me that he would pretend like we're not a weird family. We are. Anyway, uh, so yeah, Dad, if you're listening now, um, turn it off. You're not welcome. <laughs> you're not welcome. <laughs>
in the podcast hell legion of fans. Although, like I said, I don't know. Maybe he, maybe you get older. Maybe he gets older and he likes it. That's all. That's also possible too. There's no. This is the real thing. There's no judgment either way. That's what you got to tell people. Like, I'm not. I don't want my friends. I remember Rob was saying this on the pod. You don't want your friends listening. You don't really want your family listening and telling you about it because that means they're the only ones. Once I have other people that I don't even know writing in YouTube comments saying shit about the show, that's what you want to get to. So I, I have no investment on whether or not family members listen. I just uh, you know, I just want everybody to be themselves. I want everyone to be the version of them that they see. We're all on our own journey. And that journey is a journey of growth and love and life and happiness and fun. And and uh, I want you to walk. I want you to put one foot in front of the other on this journey, on this path, and find who you are and the most authentic self you can possibly be. Sometimes I, I practice... Um, being a pussy. <laughs> you know what's crazy is like when people, do, there are moments in your life, like no matter how much of a, you know, bro you were raised at, there's moments where you're sad enough or if you, you're dealing with something where if somebody starts talking to you like a pussy, it feels so good. Yeah, I get it. I get why people that are like, you know, with eight different types of colors in their hair and who identify as a unicorn just talk about being seen and heard. I, I get I get the drug that they're addicted to because sometimes you get a little taste of it. Like I was I, like I was getting dinner with my mom and she was at one point she just like she said that she was like, you know, you have always been funny and I've always seen you as being a funny person, even when you were a little boy. And I was like, tell me more about my journey, mom. <laughs> like, oh, it felt so good to be seen, to be seen that way. But you like, if you, I feel like if I talk like that too much, my, my brain starts to rot and I, and I forget that I'm full of shit like everybody else. Like we are all full of shit. So you can't, be constantly reassuring yourself that you are beautiful the way you are. Nobody is all one thing. There's good and there's bad in us. So sometimes you got to practice some self-love and just taking care of you and finding out your needs. And sometimes you need to man the fuck up and stop acting like a little bitch and go fucking take the hill and possibly take a bullet in the head for America. All right? Both things are true. There's not a lot of self-actualized people dying in wars. But you know what? Wars have uh, done some good. Huh? Civil War? That was a good war to die for. Am I right? Anybody want to fight me on that? Put that in the YouTube comments, you fucking bigots. Civil War was good. Three hundred Was it 300,000 Union troops died? That's a lot of people to die for the right cause taking a bullet right in the fucking like stomach and then the wool of their dumb maybe they had like wool uniforms that's all they knew how to fucking make 
Imagine being in that like Maryland humidity, wearing wool, and then getting shot by a musket. Oh my god, that would that would uh, that would blow chunks <laughs> to get uh, shot in the stomach with a musket through your wool trousers or your or your wool jacket in Maryland, and then just die in a marsh. In the mosh. Do you guys uh do you guys like the departed? Uh when I say put him in the mosh, I mean put him in the mosh. I should have been in the departed. Fifty six minutes, three and a half minutes left. Fuck yeah, I'm going, I'm making it the hour, bitches. It's gonna be a full motherfucking hour. <laughs> Okay, look, look at that. Computer saved. Can you guys hang out while I send a quick email? Talking to a general contractor in Allegheny County. I want to make sure he knows what we got here. What's up next? Oh, there's a Batman dude in San Francisco. That looks fun. I'll check that out after we get off here. Trump says he's the target in January 6th probe. Oh, Stone Cold has a full documentary. That's fun. I'll definitely watch that. Stone Cold, man. Stone Cold versus The Rock. Stone Cold versus The Undertaker. Those were like... that. that, that those were the battles that I really liked. I mean, yeah, those like Stone Cold Rock WrestleManias. We didn't, we didn't buy every WrestleMania, but I probably bought like half of them when I was a kid. I would like convince... My dad to let me use my uh, my money from Baskin Robbins. I was working at Baskin Robbins, thirty one flavors. Yo, if you want a malt milkshake, get the fuck out of here. I'll just give you a regular milkshake. The malts were a pain in the ass. That sucked. That job really fucking sucked. Uh, but it was right next to Blockbuster, which was nice. So, you know, there was like you, it would end up becoming like a family movie night on Fridays. It's also crazy to think like minimum wage back then. I mean, what, when was I working at Bass and Robbins? I would have been like 98, pre 9-11. Uh, I was making like eight twenty five an hour. And like feeling pretty good about, <laughs> about all the, the sweet things that would come to me. For eight twenty five an hour, like I was like, "Ooh, this is this is too much money to hold in one man's hand." But yeah, I mean, now it's like now it's a joke. I mean, I live in Los Angeles. I'm making good money at my job. I'm making like good money. Like I'm not poor anymore. You see these fucking shoes? Two hundred dollars per shoe. No, I'm doing all right, and like. It's like nothing. Uh, I can't, I'm not gonna say how much money I make, but it's it's more than eight dollars an hour, and it's like it feels like nothing. Like our credit card bill is like twelve thousand dollars for like all these fucking flights and shit. I'm like twelve thousand dollars. Jesus Christ! How many hours at Baskin Robbins would I have had to work to accrue that much debt in a month? That's insane. It's, a, it's wild. It's like you get older, it's like, I don't know, man. The days when you could just not have a wallet before you had your first job. You know, like for me, I'm going back to when I was like 13, 14 years old. Man, maybe like 13. 
Yeah, because I had a job freshman year. So maybe like 12. Yeah, my first, yeah. Like, before I had that first job where you were like still able to just kind of be a kid, the, the, there's just no beating it. Like, I do think happiness kind of peaks. It's the, it's the minute you sign, it's the minute you go in for your first day of work. You're like, it's fucking downhill from here. Now they fucking got their fangs in you. That's what I was saying about my unemployed brothers and sisters out there. Stay unemployed. Just make sure you're not in like fucking Tennessee where they're going to like want to get you back in the economy. Fuck that. Come out to Cali, baby. Unemployment. Be homeless. I mean, the laws here are in your favor. You can do whatever you want when you're homeless. If you're, if you're homeless, you have a legal right to break into my car and sodomize me when I, when I try to come in. Yeah, that is by law. You are uh, allowed to do that. So I say just, like, have at it. Like, don't, I don't know. I'm, like, working at this job, and it's so hard. I'm like, I don't want a robot to come in and take my job, but if they do, I don't know. I feel like I'd be all right as a homeless guy. You know, I would try to be, I try to stay righteous for as long as my mind would let me. I wouldn't feel entitled to people's change. I'd be a nice homeless guy. I'd be like, hey man, can I get some change? And they'd be like, no. I'd be like, okay. You know, it'd be like that. That's not true. I would be a violent homeless person. I, I, as I'm, I'm thinking about it now, I'd be so pissed. You, dude, I'm fucking homeless. And you're driving a fucking Escalade. You don't have, you don't have a dollar. Well, here, now you have a knife. In your throat. <laughs> I'd be the home I'd be a homeless serial killer. I'd be serial killing people with nice cars. I'd just be like, Do you have a dollar or would you like to die? Like, I mean, I, I understand the violence of the, the homeless. And I support it. <laughs> well, what is happening? Uh it's oh well look, it's an hour. Yes, we made it. Woo, baby. One hour, suck my dick, people who thought I couldn't do it. I did, and it wasn't good, but it did happen. All right, uh, you want to support this show, Podcast Hell. There's so many fun ways to do it. If you're on YouTube right now, you could fucking like and subscribe right underneath the video. Pretty easy, it's right there. If you're on Apple Podcasts or whatever, uh, great. I don't know, do whatever. I think, I, I think when I do this, I put a thing at the end that says to do all these things already. So I don't need to say it at the end of the podcast. You're about to hear it anyway. So how about this? How about I play some reverse psychology on you? Do not support my podcast. I don't want your support. I don't fucking need it. All right. I just told my dad to stop listening. You think I need you guy in San Diego considering going to the mic drop comedy show tonight? You think I need you? I got $50 from Mike Drop in San Diego right here. It says, I don't need your fucking handouts. Please subscribe to this show or I'm going to quit. All right, guys. I'll see you. Oh, next week I should announce we're going to have Brad Stoll on the show. Brad Stoll of uh, Resent Review fame. Some of you, Brad's getting to the point where some of you might even fucking know him from not being my friend, which is pretty cool. Uh, he's my only shot in Hollywood. If you're listening to this, Brad, I need your career to start going well so that I can write jokes for you or, I don't know, shine your shoes. The same goes for all of my other friends. <laughs> somebody somebody start doing well. 
Please, God. All right, that's the show, and we will see you. We, I, I will see you next week, probably right here with Brad Stoll on the show. Peace. Thanks for listening. If you want to support me, leave a review and follow the pod wherever you're tuning in from. Check out erichelwick.com for my stand-up tour dates and more. And if you want to see the video version of Podcast Hell, hop over to YouTube. Thanks, guys.